Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to Caravan Podcast, a show about Pakistan's startup ecosystem where we have intimate conversations with founders and investors driven to catapult Pakistan into the digital age. We'll discuss what it's really like to start a business, the highs and the lows, the setbacks, the comebacks, the lessons, everything. I'm your host, as always, Ahmad Mia, partner at Caravan, a community-driven venture capital platform. Now, given the nascent ecosystem, there's a massive spread between the talent in the country and the resources that are available to support them. Our mission at Caravan is to close that gap by providing both capital and expertise at the earliest of stages. You can find more information about Caravan at www.caravan.vc. In this episode, I sit down with Umar Khan of Postex, building an instant and upfront payment solution for e-commerce stores offering cash on delivery. So without further ado, let's get straight to Omar. Well, it's not as much of a story, but I'll tell you a little bit about myself. So I belong to a small city called Sahival, and I moved to Lahore in 2008. After a few years, I moved to London for my chartered accountancy. Uh, after three years there, I moved back to Pakistan. I worked with Ernest Shang, and then I moved to Dubai for three years. Mm-hmm. And in October 2019, I moved back to Pakistan to pursue Postex, the idea behind Postex. So, yeah. I mean, I had a, I mean, if you talk about my time in Dubai, I had a good job there. Uh, you know, it paid well. Uh, I had a good lifestyle, but you know, the satisfaction was not there uh, because. I think it's about ambition. It's about what drives you as a human being. So I can tell you that since I moved back to Pakistan and I've been working on this uh, idea or I've been working on post I haven't had that feeling that I have been feeling satisfied, even though I haven't been able to sleep uh, for six months now, but, but I don't feel exhausted. You know, I don't feel tired and it keeps me on my toes. So the idea came to us, came, I, being from a finance background, I used to have these brainstorming sessions with a lot of online uh, shop owners or managers or even my own friends. So we used to talk about the issues or the challenges that they're facing. Uh, and throughout those conversations, majority of those online shop owners or online shops were having a s- simple issue of cash flows regardless of their size, I mean, from large to medium and small enterprises, they were all having the same problem, which was related to their cash flows. So when we looked deeper into it, you know, if you understand financial statements, you would know, okay, companies can survive with losses for a few years, but they cannot survive with negative cash flows. And even if their cash flows are positive, and they're not, but they're not healthy, then it is going to affect their growth, long-term growth. It is going to affect them when they're competing with the other online stores. So th- that was actually slowing them down. That was actually slowing them down uh, when it comes to their growth. And it was affecting their service, the quality of their service. Mm-hmm. So we looked into it. Uh, sales were good. Uh, 
expenses were not that high. But then we were like, okay, then where, the pro- where is the problem? And how can we solve it? So when we looked at it numbers, we realized that it was because of the delay in the payments from different courier companies. Because unka, most of the business was dependent on online shop, uh, on online sales. Because delivery I mean, was the product key payment, which is like settlement will not do foreign. Yeah, I mean, it's not like that they were doing it on purpose. But it's just that uh, the procedure is very inefficient. So first you take things from here, then you have to take it from order place, they will verify karenge. Offer confirmation, then they will dispatch it. Courier company will take it. If it's in another city, then they will go And then they have to chase the customer, deliver it, get the cash, uh, deposit it. And then they have to run their reconciliation. And then they get the cash back. So hmm. for them, it's like... How much time is it average? On an average 10 to 15 days. Exactly. Okay. Take and that's, yeah, that, that's for medium-sized. If you go, go to small-sized enterprises, it's way more than that. In some yeah. cases, it's over 30 days. Exactly, because they're not very big players and they don't, you know, like, uh, they don't show up on their radar. So, so uh, they can, the problem is there, okay? they are getting their cash, but it's the delay. So the solution was very simple. Okay, this cash cycle, ko, we decrease the cash cycle. And the best option for us to do that was to pay them upfront and reduce the cash cycle to zero because they came 80 to 90% of the cash uh, of their sales are on cash and delivery. It's yeah. not on digital payments. Because business ka 80 to 90% jo sales hain, jo cash hai, wo ek transaction mein phas for 10 days or ek bari nahi. I mean, har mahine aapko teen dafa payment mil hai. Or you have to sell your daily, inventory, you daily, you have to do marketing daily. I mean, you have to compete with your growth. You have to compete with your growth. And if you compete with your brand brands, you have to compete with your how would you survive? And how long will you survive? So they need to have their cash. So we decided that okay, it's a very simple solution. We pay them upfront as soon as they make a sale. And once it's delivered, we'll get the cash. It's a very simple cycle. Okay? So us cash cycle, ko, we are taking care of the cash cycle and we are making sure that they are not cash deprived. So they get their cash upfront. They can use that cash to pay their expenses, to reinvest in their businesses, like grow their return on investment. And we take care of that delay in the payment. So, so you have working capital that you give it on a percentage. How, how do you guys work? Uh, you know, it's just the way banks do the financing. Even though we're not a bank or we're not doing actual financing, like in, I'll give you an example. It's a bank. Uh, receivable factoring, just now we These are my sales. Uh, these are my receivables. Uh, they will uh, settle in 30 days. So why don't you give me cash right now? And then you charge on the amount of money that you've given me or loaned me. So it's exactly the same model. But the only difference is, okay, we provide them, provide them the logistics or 
with that, we are able to get our cash within 24 to 48 hours from the customer, from the consumer. Yeah. So for us, our cash cycle goes down to two days. And for them, their cash cycle goes down to zero. Nice. So, so it's a win-win situation for both of us. And... Sorry. Anyway, please, go ahead. No, no, please go on. Give me a second. These are SMEs. Most of them are SMEs. Or they don't really get loans from banks. Not from microfinancing banks, not from uh, other bigger players. They don't meet their requirements. If I tell you the numbers, uh, there are over 3.2 million SMEs in Pakistan right now. Mm-hmm. Over 3.2 million. And do you know how many of them are able to get loans from microfinance banks or any banks in Pakistan? Just 185,000. Just 185,000 SMEs were able to get loans, were able to borrow from lenders in, until um, December 2019, according to State Bank of Pakistan. Okay. So that is below 6%. It comes up around 5.7%, 5.8%. So what about the other 94%? I mean, they are left out there uh, without any support, without any help. Yeah. And these businesses are contributing towards the economy of Pakistan. And, I mean, 100%. Given, and given the COVID situation, I mean, the Pakistan, Pakistan government is doing everything in their hands to help these uh, SMEs. Because the interest rate of Pakistan is down to 7% from 13.2%. With, yeah. I mean, they have cut around 6.2% in just six months. Uh, given the inflation of around 9.5%, Hamara is time real interest rate is negative, is, negative uh, is, is around negative 2.35%. So this, is, this all is being done to support these SMEs. But then you, then you look at the banking sector, they are not lending to these SMEs, because they are the ones, SMEs are the ones that are most vulnerable during the pandemic or yeah. economic downturn. Yeah. So in order to hedge their risk, they are not investing, uh, or sorry, they are not lending at all in these SMEs. Because they need to have, they don't have enough cash buffer to pay off or to survive during a downturn of five, six months, or maybe a year. So for them, for the banks, it's not feasible to, in, to lend or to loan a lot of money to SMEs. And whenever they do, it's a very high interest rate. So, so these SMEs are being left behind. So these SMEs are, uh, you know, I don't think they're part of any bank's uh, future plans or they don't intend on catering these SMEs. So this creates a gap. And that's what you're coming to perform. Yes, that's what we are targeting for. So, if you go to business, you have how did you kind of onboard your first couple of customers? How did you sell your product? So, look, I told you, okay, we were having these brainstorming sessions with, our, uh, with my friends or with other uh, business owners. So, when I came back in October, I started meeting these people. And I started onboarding them, even before I registered the company, even before... Uh, we were operating officially. So I started onboarding them because I had to test the MVP. So I had to figure out the perfect way or uh, to work with these 
companies without burdening them, uh, sorry, without burdening them with uh, high interest rates or high cost. So there has, we had to come up with a solution, uh, which is a win-win situation for us and for them. So now you have your MVP or idea, like when the idea generation say MVP, like what was your, what did your MVP look like? And then what did your final product look like? And then how did you get to fundraising? Yeah, so uh, by Jan, uh, by January 2020, uh, we were ready to go into the market. But we were still in a phase where we were testing our product with different, uh, different marketplaces, different e-commerce, uh, online shops, brands, small, medium, large. So I wanted to target each one of uh, each one of those. Like I didn't want to be specific with just small or medium size. I wanted to target large. I want to target medium and small as well. So we tested this with different different companies different uh, products, different categories. So, and even before that, we gathered data from these online shops and we ran few tests, we ran few models to find out the perfect way of uh, offering this service without uh, getting burned, you know. Lekin, how because did you reach out to them? How, what, what, was it, what was it, cold emails? So most of them were through LinkedIn. There were few that I just walked into their shops. So just walked in, I asked for the owner uh, and they were very uh, supportive. I reached out to a few uh, over a phone call. There was a warm introduction and then I called them and I uh, met them. I reached out on LinkedIn. So I used every, uh, I used that. So then we decided, okay, okay, the best way to do it or deal with it is that we pay them upfront, but not the whole amount, not the 100% a certain percentage based on their bounce rate, based on their return rate, because every e-commerce platform have their own return rate or cancellation rate. So keeping in mind that bounce rate, keeping in mind our commissions, we came up with a model K. Her category said, this is the amount of money you'll get upfront. And this is the amount of money you'll, you'll get. So only risk analysis data, basically. Yes, that's true. And okay, was, how, how, on what markers, like on, on their, on their, on their analytics? Yes, uh, when you're giving them upfront uh, payment or if you're financing their cash and delivery orders, so you need to look at few things. This is the most important thing that you have return rate. Return rate as in cancellations. Here you have to look at who they're working with. So you need to look at that. Here you need to look at the kind of product that they're selling. Up cosmetics for side, the cancellation rate is very low. Clothing it's a little bit higher. Electronics it's very, very low. So you need to look at the products. Uh, you need to look at the kind of business they're in, how long they have been in the market, or what kind of uh, market perception they have, uh, reviews. So you need to 
you need to learn about them. And this, this is the reason why we meet the owner or the founder of that online shop before we start doing business with them. Because we need to know who we're dealing with. We need to know who we're doing business with. Mm-hmm. And th- this is how we hedged our risk. And this is one of the reasons why our uh, NPL is around 0%. Awesome. And talk to me a little bit about how did you get into the fundraising element of it? How did you reach out to an angel investor or how many people did you have to reach out to, to be able to kind of raise that amount of funding? Okay. So when we launched in Jan 2020, uh, we started onboarding a lot of clients. Because there was a lot of traction, because uh, our product, SUTK, that was actually helping these uh, SMEs. So they, they were referring other uh, online shops. They were referring their friends. So it started going very fast. Mm-hmm. And then there came a stage, because uh, we were just two friends doing this. So our cash was limited. And we had to use that cash in the most efficient way. So then there was like uh, a limitation. If there e e-commerce platform ki sales ek lakh hai ek din ki, we had to make sure that we have a cushion for a few days so that their daily ke orders will be released. On an average, their sales are the same. We have a cushion with every e-commerce. So then there was a stage where we had a lot of clients. Because we didn't have so much cash that we could onboard bigger clients. Yeah. And that's where we thought, ke, okay, now we need to go out. Because we need to build a team. We need to build a team and infrastructure around this model. And especially uh, state-of-the-art tech that will automate the whole procedure. Yeah. So we went out. Uh, the angel investor who invested in our business, uh, um, it came through a reference. I okay. met a few VCs in Pakistan as well, but we were a little bit um, on an early stage for them. So, and it was their advice. Like I've told you, okay, Faisal Aftab uh, Sahib have been very helpful throughout the procedure. So he actually guided me, okay, this is the procedure. This is the route you need to take. You need to build the company. You need to build the infrastructure. You need to build the tech around your product. It's an amazing product. It's an amazing idea. So you need to scale it. Uh, but you are just a few months old and it's a bit early stage for us to invest. So why don't you go out? Why don't you meet angel investors? And uh, they will be happy to invest in an idea like this. And that's exactly what we did. Uh, as soon mm-hmm. as I went out, I meet, this was the first angel investor I met and he was more than happy to invest part of this, uh, part of our journey. So he, I met him through a reference of, of my okay. friend, but I didn't know him before. And then awesome. we had a conversation and we had few conversations and in just two, three weeks, uh, we were able to reach to an agreement. So it was very quick. So what are some challenges that you face every day being a co-founder of a company that has so many moving parts like those things? Like challenges are, challenges to both chote chote challenges hote hain. Uh, operation wise, koi issues aate hain, tech wise. Uh, they can, we want to provide a 360 degree solution for the payments to our clients. Even though we're covering cash and delivery, cash and delivery is 80 to 90%, but we want to provide them a solution that covers 
all their needs. They don't have to go to different uh, companies to get different solutions. Or the this struggle is there. You know, you're always trying to come up with ways that will be easier for your clients. And that will be, that, that is doable and scalable for us as well. So the struggle is to come up with new ideas. The struggle is to come up with easier ideas, innovative ideas to make it easier for our clients to use our service. This, the real struggle is there. Apart from that, from what we have been doing, uh, it has been going very smooth, Alhamdulillah. Uh, we haven't been facing much challenges. Growth is there. Uh, we have a very good team and we are growing right now. So everything is going smooth. But the right. only thing that we're fighting for is to make it more and more user-friendly. Awesome. So yeah, Umar, tell me as the last question, can you describe three of the most important lessons that you've learned in your journey so far? Well, there is, there is only one, okay? We are building, I mean, whenever, when I started, this company, I didn't know that I'll have to build it on no's, on rejections. That's how it is. That when you come to the market with a new idea, you have to build it on the rejections. We have been rejected many times, but then we had to educate the client because it's a new product, people will reject it. If you're not innovating, uh, you know, like if people are not rejecting you, you're not really innovating. So, to some, it didn't make any sense. To some, it didn't, I mean, even though it was uh, all automated, it was all uh, portal calling and they can see everything that, uh, there is. Uh, but for them to embrace the change, uh, people are reluctant to do that. So this is what we are learning, okay? how to educate people uh, to uh, accept the change, which is good for them which is good for us and which is good for, uh, for the whole ecosystem. Okay, our target is, okay, for us, uh, the real success is not to turn into a, a, a billion dollar company. I mean, obviously this, that's a milestone that we would like to achieve, but the real success for us will be that when we are part of the success stories of our clients, our job is to make sure that they have a successful uh, journey and we are part of it and they acknowledge it. Awesome. And that's how we can be part of the uh, success story of Pakistan. Thank you so much for listening. If you guys have any comments, your feedback, please do send them my way. Mera direct email address hai amad at caravan.vc Warna aap humare baare mein aur information hasil kar sakte hai on our website, which is www.caravan.vc or on Instagram. Um, our handle is at caravan.vc. Until next time, Khudafiz. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 